0: Good morning to you. Here we are in our third day of meditation practice, and you may be experiencing or noticing some continuity in your practice and if you if you're not noticing that, no need to worry but oftentimes you know as a retreat progresses uh, we you start to feel the 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 flow of uh, transitions particularly are important to pay attention to. So it's not that we just come, sit down, this is the meditation time, go to the walking, that's a meditation time, and everything else uh, we can be kind of fuzzy and lost. So you, you may be noticing that the mindfulness starts to strengthen and uh, you it, it follows you, it, it goes with you, and you can also continue to strengthen it and cultivate it through all of your daily life here through going to the bathroom, taking a shower uh, doing a yogi job, uh, eating a meal and moving throughout the building and outside uh, and that, that can be a very settling experience that can be very uh, settling sense I should say, a sense uh, that we can rest and rely on this awareness that is present. We can rest in it, we can rely on it, we can draw from it. So just to review uh, some of the uh, focuses that we've been offering in terms of sitting practice, you know, we've just to review, we've been looking at uh, experiencing an anchor or a place that we can rest our attention in it's not really a place but let's say the breath or or sound or that sensation of sitting contact touch and you may have found that one of those feels stronger for you or more easeful for you and you may may have found that your attention just naturally goes there as a resting place we've also been experiencing mindfulness, of hearing, of seeing. So as as the mind becomes more settled and we are aware of seeing, we can notice that sometimes the concepts start to fade away. We can actually see color and form, shape. So there are other senses, like smelling and tasting, we've been working with uh, slowing down eating and really tasting, tasting each bite noticing all that arises with that, pleasant, unpleasant really slowing down, paying attention and experiencing more directly what's actually happening this is the practice of meditation or mindful awareness In the Buddhist teachings, uh, he, he talked about six sense doors, six areas of attention. Seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, smelling, and thinking. So in this teaching, thinking is considered a sense door, just like sound. Just like a smell. We've explored some looking, uh, experiencing emotion and the coming and going of it. The recognizing, the curiosity, the attention. Perhaps some of you have expe- begun to experience the non-identification meaning thoughts, feelings come and go. That sense of this is all about me starts to dwindle as we practice. So, today, in this, we, we'd like to invite you this morning to, uh, to bring more careful attention in towards the experience of thought. Not the content of thought, the experience of thought as a sense, as a sense door. So, the invitation in your practice today, as you're sitting, is see if you can notice the beginning of a thought. But it takes some settling in the mind to notice that. So don't worry if mostly what you're noticing is you're in, your mind is in the middle of a thought. It's kind of oftentimes that will happen. We just wake up in the middle of a thought stream. And it's like, oh, oh thinking, oh, okay. You know, you know, I go back to my breath or whatever. Or sometimes, no, I'm, I'm just going to stay with this. This is really, this is really good. Or, or I have to figure this out. You know, and then we're we're on a stream. I'll just I'll just figure this out, and then I'll go back to the breath. Anyone familiar with that? Yeah. So um, again, this is not to be punitive. It's to be investigative. <laughs> it's not to negate the world of thinking or, uh, or somehow make it wrong or bad. It's actually to investigate this whole experience of being alive, including this process of thinking, this experience of thinking itself. So one of the ways to to work with that, as I said, is just to see if you can notice the arisal of a thought, like just when it starts to pop up. And as well, when you're in a thought, just noticing the difference between content and being aware of thinking as a phenomenon. Just like you would be aware of hearing a sound. Or noticing the movement of a cloud when you're looking in the sky. We don't often relate to our thoughts that way. So the invitation is just to notice thought in that way. And you know, you might feel a little struggle somehow that something's going to be lost if you don't finish the thought, if the mind doesn't finish the thought. So, you know, you can come back to it later. See if you can just explore noticing the arising and passing of thought. These are things we're often quite unaware of because we get lost in them. right now we can just notice the experience of presence, the experience of beingness in the body, sensations, contact, allowing yourself to adjust your posture if you need to, to support your balance of relaxation and alertness. And sometimes it's quite helpful to be conscious of appreciating your effort, appreciating the intention and the willingness and the interest that's that's an energy that's being generated over and over again otherwise you wouldn't be here so if you can rest in that field of respect, and appreciation for your being, and just calmly and gently opening, opening to whatever's happening. Can I meet that? Maybe there isn't any I that's meeting, maybe there's just being and the knowing of that. In the noticing of thinking happening, what happens next? the last few minutes of the sitting. Thank you for your practice, everyone. So are there any questions about, specifically about working with thought or any of the instructions that we've offered uh, in terms of practice or working with hindrances or anything in your mind, yeah? Okay, I have two questions. One is like what any
1: of you see as like the limit of meditation, like when meditating is it beneficial or you've meditated too much or or when it has like negative consequences. And then my other question is about what happens with the like when we we're talking about like non-verbal knowing, like when you're you know something but you haven't spoken it or you've only thought, you haven't written it, how
0: that changes your way. Okay, so I can only take one question at a time, but they're both great. So let's start with the first one. Can can you repeat it again? Yeah. When is meditation maybe not valuable or, yeah, or harmful? Do you have any particular thoughts about that yourself? Or...
1: critique I part of it is like that sometimes it's like okay you no know, it's don't meditate like you need to do something um
0: but that's like the I don't know but I wonder if there's other things, yeah. I think you know there can be lots of things that could be we might say contraindicated in terms of um for meditation. I mean, one, um uh, if someone's experiencing a lot of anxiety sometimes actually sitting still, oftentimes sitting still and closing one's eyes increases that. So, uh, I mean, that's a bit more specific. I wouldn't say that means stop meditating. I would would say, well, let's, you know, find a way to bring mindfulness into another form. You know, so I'm not sure if you're asking specifically about sitting meditation, formal meditation. I mean, life's really a meditation in the sense of, you know, we're, we're paying attention, we're cultivating attention to be attentive to, to everything in life. Um, and another way to answer your question, and I, I'd like to hear from my two colleagues on this one too, um, another way is that can meditation sometimes be used to hide out in? It doesn't work if one tries that. I mean, you know, ultimately... What, what at least this form of meditation is is that is you, just, you just see what's happening like there's no, there's no hiding but sometimes sometimes in our minds we'll find like I, I just need to go on retreat I just need to be silent and sometimes that's true it's very very useful um, I'm sure there are other ways to answer this so I'm going to hand it on, who either wants to take the baton here?
2: <laughs> I think it was a great way to answer, and uh, not just what came to mind as uh, uh, Jean was answering, was, uh, it's true that I talked to a friend who uh, had meditated for a number of years, and it took him a long time to realize that um, there was a few things going on as he was sitting. He was like trying to be perfect. And trying to avoid feeling um, anger and a, a lot of uh, emotions that he thought were not good, you know. So he kind of uh, was taking the form to be like the good boy, if you want, or something like this, you know. And so that was not a good use of uh, of the posture, and the, so there was a wrong understanding about meditation. It was not meant to uh, avoid feelings. And also, sometimes I've seen people because we talk about not self. Did you hear a little bit about like not identifying with things? <laughs> and so we might have a secret desire to not exist, you know, because we don't like ourselves, or we've been made to be ashamed of ourselves, or things have happened that we can't totally accept or feel, or we want to avoid. So. We could come to meditation in order to actually try to disappear in some way, try to not exist. You know, that would be a mistake. But at some point, it probably would be revealed that, as Jean was saying, it's not working so well. You know, it's like so. It's not. We're not practicing aversion to life here. We're practicing intimacy, the courage to encounter it, the beauty of it. Uh, so, but. Just here, like in the third day of a retreat, if you're new to practice, I would imagine that question could arise. Like, when is it too much because <laughs> it really feels too much? Like, <laughs> I've gosh. had enough of that, <laughs> so. <laughs> but uh, these are more like past passages because what's happening, we're doing nothing, really. you know. So to me, it indicates a lot. Like, we're actually doing nothing, sitting nothing while walking a little bit, and it reveals a lot of our psyche. And, uh, and 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 so it's being exposed you know so it might be good if it becomes overwhelming to connect with beauty go walk in the woods sit by the garden go see the lake if you're if you're not afraid in the woods you know if it if woods are friendly to you you can go down the path here in front of the building turn left and there's a beautiful lake and yeah you know if it's overwhelming take a break you know Take a break in beauty maybe more than uh, there are ways you could take breaks, you know. Please. Thanks.
3: So just in the question, you could notice like, oh, this is doubt, right? Like there's a part of the mind that's like, why am I doing this? Is this Is too much? When is it going to be too much, right? So as like Jean had given in her talk last night, you know, this is the pattern of doubt. So see if you can recognize that as thought, like doubt. And as far as the meditation goes, you know, if you you consider we're using these postures to cultivate qualities of the mind and then to have insight. So we're cultivating mindfulness, we're cultivating collectedness of attention, we're cultivating balance of mind, all these different qualities. So can you ever have too much mindfulness or can you ever be too mindful? Is there ever a time when it's better not to be mindful? I would say no. (laughs) For concentration, I'd say there's a difference in scope. Like sometimes if you're being very detailed as you are allowed to be on the retreat, like lifting, moving, placing, is good for cultivating this collectedness of of heart and mind. And that allows you to see more details. But of course, if you're crossing the street, right? You want to be more open with your awareness. You still want to be aware, but you wanna step more quickly so you don't get hit by a car. Right. So in that way there's a, a change of scope that is helpful, but the qualities of mind that we're cultivating are really good and this is a rare opportunity to do that, I would say. So thank you.
0: Question two <laughs> Still have that question, or did it disappear?
2: Yeah, I still have it. Um, I'm wondering, um,
1: like, one of you had talked about um, the way that so many, like, kind of insights are happening, like, um, in an unspoken way. Like, it's not verbal, It's purely internal because you're being silent and you're not writing. And so I wonder, like, how knowing things in that way versus talking about it or writing it, um, how that changes.
0: We, we have a tendency of mind, I think Pascal was speaking to this quite a bit um, in his talk, you know, we, we have a tendency of mind to actually, it's kind of funny, we think we're in our experience, but it, we're actually out of it, commenting on it. And again, there's a usefulness to that if you're, if you're preparing a talk you're writing a paper you're, you're preparing for something you need to do or you're writing a poem I mean, there's, there's all kinds of beautiful uses of writing and thinking and I would call that reflecting reflecting and there's a usefulness for that and importance in that the direct, there's no we can't think direct experience they're just two radically different things And direct experience, we're generally, I'm generalizing here, but at least in this culture, we're not so well trained in being with direct experience. Like, I wonder what happened for some of you when you notice thought. You just notice thought, notice thinking is happening. The question I have is what happens next? Did any of you experience just this kind of dropping away, just dropping into whatever? There's no word for it even presence. You know, it's like the mind can get going again and felt like, oh, this is the right way to meditate now, like thinking isn't, you know, I mean, it's like, it's like music, you know, thinking is like the music that doesn't shut off. Um, And in in meditation practice, again, it's not to, it's not to pathologize that, but it's, it's actually to give it, you know, just let it be in the background. You know, and those, those insights that arise, they actually don't arise from thinking. And you'll notice that. You'll notice that. anyone notice that in practice? It's, it, just, it just arises because it, all the conditions are ripe for this knowing to happen. This sense of connectedness. It just, it, it's just known it arises. Is that helpful in terms of that question? Maybe not. who knows, you might speak about it to someone else later during the week, this was really valuable to me. And you can see how how that is, doing that. On a retreat, we're not, you know, we're purposely not going into that so we can continue to cultivate that direct experience moment to moment.
3: Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: It's interesting that the topic watching
3: thoughts because I came in to sit this morning and my mind was off and running. Mm-hmm. And every time I would notice and come back to the breathing it was like two or three breaths and then it was it was like
1: I was I was running a marathon. hmm Any helping
0: thoughts anything? What? what and what was the relationship to that? in your mind, the running a marathon, and thinking? That that was a little bit more enjoyable than, than not. Mm-hmm. So there was some pleasure. Yeah, there so was just a noticing. story line with an imagination, you mm-hmm. know, like, do this and do that and mm-hmm. all, like,
3: scenarios and planning and solving, and I could have solved all the problems of the earth. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, so one thing in terms of of, of mindfulness practice of whatever is happening, we're also looking at what is the relationship to it. It could be different ways to say that. So, one thing in my questioning with you is just to notice pleasure, just to notice enjoyment. Now, another noticing might be when hmm, last night we were talking about um, restlessness, like a busy mind is energetic restlessness now you don't one doesn't have to value judge that like restlessness is bad how could it be bad it just is just is it's energy so we could just make a mental note like oh restlessness is happening no pleasure is happening with that and then just notice what happens next without expectation of what's going to happen next i know i used the word last night of transforming and i i want to take that back in a way because what i mean everything's transforming all the time so it wasn't suggested that okay you look at something that feels bad in hopes it will go away you know it's just being present with what is and then notice what happens that's it And when we can name what's happening, it just it does help the mind understand a little bit. It does help the mind understand a little bit. Like, oh, it, it's exactly how Anushka answered that question. Oh, this is doubt. It's not I'm doubting. I'm good because I'm not doubting. I'm bad because I'm doubting. It's that's all extra. You know, it's just oh, this is what this is what this, this is this particular state of mind. This is the quality of this state of mind. Ah, oh, it's like restlessness. And restlessness can have creativity in it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, last question.
2: which song <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's actually the whole retreat is been safety dance
0: go ahead pascal you take it <laughs> the mind is interesting it's <laughs> just interesting you know again noticing you know, again we can notice like rather than analyze it come back to the direct experience of, you know, so you might be like, oh, the song's stuck in my head. Is, you, you can notice, is it pleasant? Unpleasant? Neither. Mm-hmm. Our relationship to things helps noticing our relationship to things. The, 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 uh, either the, the liking or disliking uh, or neither can be a way to, to ground in, um, in just being with direct experience. Doesn't have to be a problem. It can be feel really irritating, but it's actually not uncommon. Yeah. Okay, thanks. So it's time for walking meditation. And uh, one thing that Anusri uh, was just said earlier today that we can because we didn't speak about this a lot. But if you if you want to get you know more um develop more the concentration practice that one pointedness you can bring the attention really minutely if you if you want if there's energy there and you're interested in that you you can just notice the the lifting when one step comes up the lifting and and the um the placing or really even i had a, a burmese master say there's no placing it's it's actually it just drops it's like in air and the foot drops down, and then you feel the contact. So you can get kind of interested in just that change of sensation, the lifting, the moving, dropping, the touching. Um, you know, and just be with that. Bring, bring the attention to that, interest in that. You know, if, you, if there's a lot of... Um, you know, if that, if that feels too tight for you, you know, you could, you could go back to just noticing the, the movement um, of your, your legs... Um, or feeling you know feeling your whole body in that movement so explore the walking really bring that careful attention in the way that's that's useful to you in your walking practice it will really support all the rest of your practice today is really about continuity bringing that continuity into into um, all aspects of of your life here at retreat continuity of presence and mindfulness in in a in a um kind caring um and persistent way (laughs) whatever way is uh it helps you then attune to that yeah so enjoy your day and uh the there are groups this morning and please make sure you check the the room numbers, because I think it's been corrected, but double check the bulletin board for the room numbers. This group's at 915 and then uh, again, uh, 1045 and some this afternoon. So if your name is not on the list today or wasn't yesterday, please leave us a note, okay? Thank you.
2: Thank you for listening.